seven. The UK Report with Adam Gilchrist. And don't forget, by the way, uh, you can call in about anything else as well because the lines are always open on the show. If there's something that you feel is important, let me know about it. Adam, good morning. Hey, morning, Kino. So, you're, I tell you, I'm so happy. I, I met someone at an hotel over the weekend and, I, and they were getting into their car and I said, so you enjoy your, your, your weekend in Cape Town? Yes, absolutely. I said, where are you from? They said, the UK. I said, you guys off to uh, Joburg? They said, no, we're off to the UK. And I said, well, get a kayak. Um, <laughs> uh, they, they were honestly aware of, of what's been happening there. Flood victims and rescues, lots of those. Yeah, yeah, it's extraordinary how... Uh, I guess it'll take some time to actually die down, and it still is taking a lot of attention mm, and mm. a lot of resources as well. Yeah. Uh, just to give you an idea of the scale, is that it's not the whole of Britain that's flooded. It's just some key significant places next yes. to rivers. But 3,000 soldiers are now helping out, and we are notoriously bad at ever getting the military to do civilian jobs, but 3,000 mm. soldiers are doing sandbag duty and other things, 5,000 on standby. The fire brigade is on its biggest deployment since the Second World War, uh, leave cancelled, that sort of stuff. Mm. And this is after the latest storm, which was actually Friday night into Saturday, and again, 18-mile-an-hour winds and torrential rain. But some of the stuff that the winds did, I mean, apart from rattling my windows and you know, not allowing me to sleep all night. Apart from that stuff, an entire restaurant had to be rescued because the wind was so bad it had whipped up the shingle off the beach and then rocks and stones and anything else on the beach and smashed all the windows of the restaurant. Jeez. This is down in Hampshire. And then the sea came in and engulfed the whole of the ground floor so everyone had gone upstairs for safety and then those windows started smashing and they all had to be bailed out by a combination of army and firefighters. And again, just to show how extraordinary it is, uh, an elderly man died on a cruise ship out in the English Channel when a freak wave smashed in four windows on one side of the ship. And you think, that never happens. These are obviously often metal windows with reinforced glass, and yep, yep, smashed them in, and unfortunately this guy was right in the way, and he died because of it. Um, So although in theory today the weather is better, it doesn't make any difference yet because Mm. there's nowhere for the water to go. It all has to find new homes and and drain away and it'll take quite some time tributes to sir tom i mean that soccer legend eh? tom finney yeah very difficult to uh, convince somebody about an old legend i mean given that this is a gentleman who died at the age of 91 he's mm. quit playing football in 1960 so you have to try and convince people how good he was now he's he's before my time but those who saw him play say you know don't make any mistake tom finney is right there, along with Pelé, Maradona, George Best, and in modern terms, Lionel Messi, Cristiano Ronaldo. He was that good. He only ever played for Preston North End, which, of course, is, in these modern terms, not a very sexy club to have played for, Mm. and England, so Preston and England. But two great things about him. Uh, Number one, you know, uh, an absolute gentleman and um, a one-club player and all those things that that, that Mm. tend to happen. But number two, throughout his entire soccer career... He remained a plumber. He did plumbing jobs. In fact, famously, he would, uh, not on match days, but on other days, he would, you know, be fixing Mrs. Miggins' leaky tap and then jump on the bus to go off to do his training. For Imagine trying to get Wayne Rooney to do something like that. <laughs> Imagine trying to get Suarez to do any of that. Uh, <laughs> and you know, if you want to describe Tom Finney to anybody, you can tell them that Tom Finney was everything Suarez will never be. 
that's well, the Suarez is still a wonderful player, but I know what you're saying. Yes. No, no, no. He just wasn't a impertinent little. I can't use the last word. Anyway, uh, <laughs> Beth... you're still smarting over that World Cup incident. Aren't yes, you? I am indeed. <laughs> Very long memory. BAFTA's <laughs> night. Tell us about that British Film Awards staged last yes, night. Yes, well, eh? sometimes they they go on their maverick path away from sort of where the Oscars will tread. Uh, they like to think of themselves as bigging up British films, but also being fair sort of in the international awards stakes. And I just, I just wonder if they, they've given us a few Oscar premonitions. Best film went to 12 Years a Slave. Um, I wonder if at uh, the Oscars it might go somewhere else, but 12 Years a Slave, um, which, of course, has a very British influence. It was British-directed, and the star also won Best Actor, Chiwetel Ejiofor, who, by the way, I've learned, went to my old school. You know, we're obviously peas in a pod, Chiwetel and myself. Um, <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence won a, a, the Best Supporting Actor, a, a, the Actress. I didn't think anyone would argue with that. I think one of the best awards of the night, and a huge standing ovation, was given to Barkat Abdi, the guy who played the Somali pirate in Captain Phillips, and such a wonderful performance and a breakthrough performance and very important for, for him and other Somalis and so forth. Um, but it's just the astonishing redefinition of British films as well. Do you know Gravity is ours? And in fact, interestingly, the director, Gravity won six BAFTAs, the director actually refers to London, I mean, he's bearing in mind the director is Alfonso Cuaron from Mexico. He refers to London as his hometown. Mm, love so, it. To some extent, we can claim all sorts of things that we really have no right to. <laughs> Listen, got some really good actors and actresses there. It's one thing we can all vouch for. And I haven't seen Captain Phillips yet. I want to go and watch it. It's probably off circuit at the moment. So I'll have to go and find another platform on which to watch it. But have you, you've watched it, Adam, I take it? Yeah, I have. it's one of those things that um, I, I sort of set out to do about six months ago was to see if I would be completely up to date on all the BAFTA and Oscar nominees, and I think I've seen them all apart from Dallas Buyers Club. But otherwise, yeah, I've seen them all. And I have to say, yeah, I think the last 12 months has been absolutely phenomenal for film. There, there are a dozen all-time great films that have come out in the last 12 months. That's only my personal opinion, though. <laughs> and one wonders who does the journalism when he's sitting in the movies. Uh, Adam Gilchrist with